Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. One of my very favorite Book of Mormon characters is Chief Judge Pehorin. Now, he was the third chief judge of the Nephites, and he was in power while Captain Moroni was their chief captain. It's important to note before I start this story that both Chief Pehorin and Captain Moroni were good men. They both wanted to follow God and do what was best for their people and their freedom. Captain Moroni was made chief captain at age 25 because of his brilliant leadership and tactical skills. I admire that he almost always channels his emotions for good things, such as when he posted the title of Liberty. This is one situation, though, where it sounds like he became very impatient due to the loss of an important city and the many deaths that accompanied this battle. Initially, Captain Moroni was under the impression that Pehorin was intentionally withholding troops and food from the Nephite armies who were fighting against Lamanite incursions. He was really worried that Pehorin, the chief judge, had become wicked and no longer cared about Nephite freedom from oppression. Captain Moroni even threatened Pehorin, Behold, I wait for assistance from you, and except ye do administer unto our relief, behold, I come unto you and smite you with the sword, insomuch that ye can have no more power to impede the progress of this people in the cause of our freedom. He told Pehorin that he must have developed a love of glory and the vain things of the world, and that Pehorin was knowingly trampling the laws of God under his feet. In short, he said many things that proved to be untrue, but it was a call to action, a call to be up and doing. Let's not forget that Captain Moroni was also acting out of righteous concern. His frustration and anxiety are really understandable and relatable here. Let's remember that Mormon wrote, If all men had been, were, and ever would be like unto Moroni, the very powers of hell would have been shaken forever. However, Moroni does use very strong language, and Chief Pehorin could have chosen to become defensive. Instead, Pehorin started off his reply by telling Moroni that he found no joy in the army's predicament and that it grieved him. He patiently explained that their capital had been taken over by upper-class Nephites who wanted to change the government to a monarchy. These king men, as they were called, had petitioned for this change, and it had already been denied by the vote of the people. So this was their second time rising up in rebellion after their wishes had been denied. Pehorin had wondered before getting Moroni's letter if it was actually just for him to move against these men, even though he had already sent a proclamation through the land asking for soldiers to defend their country and their freedom. Pehorin wrote, And now in your epistle you have censured me, but it mattereth not. I am not angry, but do rejoice in the greatness of your heart. Therefore, my beloved brother Moroni, let us resist evil, that we may retain our freedom, that we may rejoice in the great privilege of our church and in the cause of our Redeemer and our God. 
Pehorin went on to explain that he was glad to receive Moroni's letter because he had been worried about what should be done and whether it was just for them to take up arms against their brethren. But after hearing from Moroni, he knew that it was just to defend the cause of liberty. The juxtaposition of these letters, or these epistles, shows me the difference between Pehorin's gentle, patient goodness and Captain Moroni's active assertiveness. I think that they really make a strong leadership pair together. It's clear that Pehorin is very suited to judgment with his patients, while Captain Moroni would make an excellent general with his willingness to act quickly on his beliefs. If not for Pehorin's graciousness and his Christ-like example in defusing this situation, it could have caused a rift between the Nephites' two top leaders. Let's remember to emulate Pehorin's attitude when we may hear things that could cause our tempers to flare, and let's assume the good and doubt the bad about those we love. When we find ourselves in situations like Pehorin's, let us remember his prudent patience. As Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf taught, sometimes questions arise because we simply don't have all the information and we just need a bit more patience. When the entire truth is eventually known, things that didn't make sense to us before will be resolved to our satisfaction. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.